I'll tell you something I love about being in France, in addition to some seriously delicious butter, and that is the wide selection of wines I can find in France for low prices. It can be much more difficult to source those same bottles back in the States, and that's why I love to buy wines out of France with Ideal Wine. I have bottles shipped to me, hassle-free. It's easy. Ideal Wine has a new auction every week and is a great source for iconic names like Ouette, Louis Roeder, and Domaine Lefleve, as well as rising stars like Arnaud Lachaud, Gonon, and Tissot. Find the wines you'd rather be drinking at idealwine.com. That's I-D-E-A-L-W-I-N-E.com and have the wine shipped to you in the States. Use the promo code FIRST, F-I-R-S-T, for $15 off your first order of $150 or more. Hey, that's $15 you could save, and that is some good butter money. See for yourself at Ideal Wine. I'm Levy Dalton, and this is All Drink to That, where we get behind the scenes of the wine business. Giorgio Conterno on the show today of the Paolo Conterno Winery in Monforte. Wonderful to see you. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. Thank you for inviting me. And uh, it's a pleasure to tell you a little bit the uh, history of uh, our state. Uh, we are in uh, Monforte d'Alba village in the center of the Barolo area. So maybe we should talk a little bit because in Monforte there's... Uh, Giacomo Conterno, there's Aldo Conterno, there's Paolo Conterno. What are the family uh, bonds that go back from before today? How does it all relate? Yeah, uh, it's true. Uh, so uh, the Conterno name is one original name from Monforte d'Alba village. When we talk about Monforte d'Alba, you know, for me, it's like everybody knows Monforte d'Alba. It's a small town, it's a small village. Maybe a village of 2,000 people live there. It's an important village because it's in the Barolo area. Yes, there are different Grand Cru, fortunately. Um, we have one specific place called Conterni. Uh, I mean, like Ginestra is a place called Conterni. Really? I didn't know that. Excuse me? I didn't know that there was a, a yes. crew called Conterni. Uh, no, it's not a crew called oh, Conterni. Okay. I see. Uh, because perhaps there, the uh the 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 vineyards are too small and uh, is all in inside of Mosconi oh oh oh, oh. yeah but okay. uh, but in the front of Ginestra is that place called called Contern is a group of house you know and uh this means uh the origin of the name in the Monforte village um after, for sure, generation after generation, uh, 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 we are not anymore related with the other Conterno. Uh, but for sure, is one is one is a name uh, start in, in that area uh, from uh, many generations, and uh, we are recognizable from from uh, the 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 the, um, the name uh, and uh, uh, from the crew because we have also different uh, uh, vineyard and this is the is today the different from conterno to other conterno mm -hmm. it's very important uh, we do all the wine in uh, in one uh, i uh, in one way for high quality, uh, this is good for for uh, for the, the level uh, for 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 the the consumer. They they try the Conterno wine. Mm -hmm. This is is really important. So in a way, it's a name that's associated with Monforte in the same way that Berlotto might be associated with Verduno. It's a common name in that area. Absolutely, absolutely, like. Uh, yeah, Barolo, Borgogno, or something like that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, is a name. Uh, uh, Piemonte is also 
the Lange area, Barolo area, is also one area where um, is a st uh, st the 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 farmer are still in the end of the of the um, uh, people from the area, mm -hmm. and uh, we, this is why when uh, when uh, I tell about the dimension of our winery, we could say we are medium or small, but when you talk about t 13 hectares, uh, it's really small. But in that area, the, the, the farm are not so big. Uh, this is why it's, uh, uh, it's a limited area. Uh, the land is really expensive, it's really it's really, uh, what do you say, occupy, it's really, it's really busy. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's not available for to buy, nobody sell. And uh, um, they, uh, they used to keep generation to generation that, and especially when it's important vineyard. Yeah, this is the situation of. So you've sold uh, in foreign markets for many years. You sell yeah. in Canada and you sold in the United States for quite a while. What has been the reception to Barolo as a wine uh, amongst American consumers from your viewpoint? What have you seen change or develop uh, in relation to Americans' appreciation of Barolo? Um. You know, uh, what I saw is, um, uh, for sure, the uh, development of uh, uh, more and more uh, people know Barolo. But, uh, you know, when we talk about uh, market export, uh, it's like it's many years ago, it's, uh, it's, the, it's the diffusion of of wine in the world, but in real, uh, it's not so long time ago. Like uh, we know that uh, the the market uh, is growing uh, about 30 years ago, from 30 years ago to now, uh, and uh, uh, for sure now. Uh, also, when we when when we look in our area is many producer bottle the wine and uh is, uh, is the market is uh, is in development and uh also the people now they have a more um they are more open to drink a barolo uh in one uh, uh, more easy way like uh, in the past it was a little bit the idea to to buy a Barolo and uh, to keep that, now the people uh, drink a Barolo because uh, is a they understand more is a, is a is a wine also uh, approach, approachable uh, and uh, even if it's imp is important wine you know um, so I think uh, now is uh, is much more better the the. The diffusion of, uh, of not only Barolo but Italian wine in general, and um, I'm really surprised and happy because uh, uh, I can see during my trip uh, in the world, uh, is many people are enthusiastic to to present the wine, the Italian wine, and uh, and they and they are really interesting too to know more about uh, the difference, the typology, and uh, and they are really interesting to travel in the area, to see the area. Um, now it's also in the area, it's more, it's, more, it's more balanced also when we talk about modern style and traditional style. What do those words mean for you? Those two uh, you know, for for me that means uh, uh, when uh, when I started, uh, uh, it was a moment where it was uh, the the 
uh, was the beginning uh, uh, or five years before was the the they started of the modern style. Sure. Before it was was not in that way. And what year was that exactly? Oh, uh, you know, I I, I was never in that uh, um, sure. line wasn't, because wasn't because when when you have a tradition, um, you don't feel that that you need to do something so different. Mm-hmm. Uh, who started at that time, for sure, was a, was a great innovation because also the market was not uh, ready was not ready for uh, for um, always for old style traditional style of Barolo because in the past uh, the traditional style means also uh, sometimes uh, not the perfection. Uh, a little uh, rustical. Uh, a little too much rustical, uh, because uh, the, uh, also for the way they had the possibility. Not everybody, not every vinery uh, did the the Barolo in the right way, because uh, maybe they didn't use the right barrel, or you know, also the the. Um, uh, uh, the technology for for vinification was not uh, enough for for to do that in the right way, and you know the innovation was a moment where uh, was appreciated uh, uh, in the market. Um, People were buying the wines exactly, and uh, uh, after uh, also the beginning, sometimes it was. Was too much innovated, mm-hmm. and uh, but uh, now it's much more balanced. Where do you draw the line? Do you think there's stark differences still today between modernists and traditionalists, or do you think that most producers are a combination of both throughout uh, Lange? Um, you know, who started the the you know the uh, innovation. Uh, now who started the, the the modern style? I don't think they can change uh, in traditional style. I see. But uh, um, uh, I I I I can see all they changed the direction of to to make a wine. All is more in the direction. Of traditional, even if it's modern style, um, this is because also uh, we saw that in the last uh, seven, eight years, uh, the market changed a little bit uh, with the attention of wine. I mean, um, uh, at the big, it was a, was the time where the wine uh, we looked, uh, everybody looked more for. Uh, for uh, the, the the tasting, the immediately uh, tasting, but after the wine is something uh, you, you want to enjoy to drink, and uh, more than just a little taste. Exactly, you want to drink a bottle. More, more is pure wine. More is in the wine is uh, is something uh, 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 is many wine in the world, and uh, it's more interesting when is. Uh, uh, specific wine from grape and area, and from a special terroir of of uh, when it's just uh, taste, uh, uh, maybe immediately ready, but uh, without drinkability, on the on the without some so much personality. So yeah. you think the market has moved a little more traditional than it was, say, ten years ago? Yeah, I think so because um, I can see uh, really. Uh, I saw the 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 market back to f- for attention mm-hmm, mm-hmm. for that, and uh, and uh, this is why sometimes it's better to resist in one line. Also, because today when you uh, when you try our wine uh, from uh, 20 years ago to now, you can see one line. Mm-hmm. 
uh, and that is really important for 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 the customer for the consumer so how have you chosen to vinify at Paulo Canterno what is the method what is what are the specifics of what you're doing in the winery yeah um you know um i when i start i start uh, without uh technology like uh, uh we did before but i immediately change something uh, i know in the way to make a wine without technology i know to make wine with technology um um, first, uh, if you have a great grape in real, doesn't change so much. Mm -hmm. But uh, you know, uh, it's a question of uh, uh, to to do to care for all uh, uh, in a short time during the harvest, and um, you cannot care for all if you if you are too busy and uh, the technology helps for that uh, because the extraction is mainly in uh, eight days and uh, there you you have to control all during the day during the night um, when it was possible i chose uh, one uh, um, one modern system with keeping the traditional system and what does that mean for yeah, you yeah this what? means uh, um, to uh, to to have a fermentation with with one system without uh, uh, mechanic uh -huh. just uh, by liquid and uh, um, for for to to get the extraction in in longer time uh, also because uh, uh, for us mainly our wine for aging and I didn't want to change the the, the style mm -hmm. for that uh, for sure it's important uh, the temperature uh, the air control during the fermentation this helps for 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 to keep what we extract from the grape and um, and especially uh, for for uh, for uh, uh, the perfection of uh, uh, all that time we have a fermentation on um, after all the uh, the machine uh, has to be in one way for not to crush something from from the stems uh, or uh, I mean from move the wine from uh, barrel every the kind of uh, uh, metals should be special for that it's something in the past was not so uh, for everybody was not so uh, important like now but for keep the 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 freshness uh, the the fruit what you get from the extraction all is important also the big barrel has to be uh, uh, clean in the right way and renovate even if we use more of 10 years and uh, this is this is quality is uh, is something up to keep what we we get how have you thought uh, about the last 10 vintages compared to an earlier time in the Piemonte have we seen what we hear sometimes that it's gotten warmer what are the differences that we that you face now in, in the viticulture that you maybe didn't face before? Are there changes? Uh, you know, uh, we, we see, we saw, uh, we, we can see the weather. The weather is crazy and uh, uh, it's difficult to say global warming changed something. For sure, when we look at vintage uh, warmer, like we had uh, 1997, 2000, 2003, uh, or, or, or 2007, uh, we finished uh, uh, one time, uh, maybe perhaps in 2007 at end of September, mm -hmm. which and is pretty uh, early for exactly uh, for, for Nebbiolo is uh, is not normal, but um, it's a vintage, uh, you know. After we saw that this year. 
to have in, uh, in January uh, 20 de de uh, minus 20 degree. And, and this is unusual also in our area. Uh, we saw to get uh, one meter of snow where normally we have 10 centimeters of snow. And um, I, I think about the vintage, uh, it's too early to, mm -hmm. uh, to see if the global warming change a lot. Perhaps, a, a little bit perhaps, uh, but it's not a big difference. Uh, we care more more we, we we can do that because um, oh, today we can uh we can be a more uh, more uh, in the team for to care for for everything in the right time i mean but we care a lot in the in the for the land for vineyard and this helps also you know for for to to control the, the vegetation and the harvest in the right time or uh, about the global warming I, I I still cannot say what happened because we still didn't saw so much difference but perhaps or perhaps and what could be fair enough and what is the reception for Barolo in Italy who is drinking Barolo in Italy and what is the expectation? Yeah, uh, in Italy, uh, uh, fortunately, the 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 the, the mentality, uh, you know, uh, in Italy we have uh, we are full of uh, important product, food, wine, and fortunately, and uh, I think sometimes we are mm, we are not enough good to to recognize what uh, in general what what we have uh, in Italy and um, I think we we learn a lot from the people from foreign uh, 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 what we saw to appreciate what we have uh, and I have to say the mentality in Italy in general, um, for Barolo wine, uh, is perhaps is more important for, because we have a uh, we have a tourism mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, in real. Um, uh, it's just a small part of uh, Italian people are able to appreciate the great wine what we have. So in, in Italy, we are more. Uh, in general, for look for uh, something new, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, but uh, with short for short time. Uh, but uh, you know, they 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 uh, is a, a market for uh, people as culture and uh, uh, able to appreciate Barolo. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Not not big like could be mm -hmm. in compare of what we have in our country. Sometimes I hear it's more the professional class, the lawyers, uh, the doctors who drink Barolo, whereas uh, maybe an everyday person or everyday experience might be more the Dolcetto. Yeah, uh, it is. The Dolcetto um, in Italy as uh, is the diffusion is more north, north center. Um, the Barolo is a wine could be everywhere um but it's true that uh, um just the kind of people uh is is more uh, um is more uh, near to that kind of uh, special wine uh, usually is a uh, is, is 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 more other wine are are in the market more more easy drinking or some special wine you can see more in the top line of restaurant, of course. Have you seen some of those easy drinking wines exported more as well? Has there been increased interest in wines like Dolcetto from Americans as uh, it, other prices have gotten more expensive? Uh, yeah, uh, for example, a wine like Dolcetto, uh, I repeat, is, is not, is, is not 
uh, we don't give that wine the important in real what this wine it is because in real it's important wine but because it was a wine always uh, more for local wine you know uh -huh, and uh -huh. also the quality in the past was not so important in general like like now um, this uh, uh, um, what I see in the market in different market in the world uh, some market doesn't work very well and some other market work better and what I saw in the last uh, in the last years in uh, in America uh, it, the people are interesting for Dolcetto they are more open I'm really surprised for that I'm, I'm really happy because it's a wine could have also a future uh, maybe the name is not so easy because someone when uh, Dolcetto in uh, in our language um, uh, someone can confuse that for sweet wine but it's nothing to do with the sweet wine uh, but uh, here the people in America are more open uh, for for every good wine it could uh, could uh, be released in the in this market and, and this is uh, this is important should be everywhere in that way because because uh, the wine has different moment for for drink and uh, uh, is a space for everything when it's quality one thing i've noticed about your winery lately last couple of years is that uh you've received a fair amount of attention from the gambaro rosso publication in terms of awards Sometimes I hear uh, that the Gambaro Rosso has changed a little bit or that it's different in Piemonte than it may be in Tuscany or uh, the split from slow food might have be a little different. What is your perspective on the Gambaro Rosso and the Trebecchieri Awards? Yeah, um, I, I have the impression in the last, uh, last years, uh, last three, four years, they have more... Uh, uh, they want to be more uh, they want to have more attention of everything every area and um, I for me I, I, I don't believe they, they uh, for sure if you look about uh, uh, three glasses uh, you should give uh, uh, more three glasses at the, at the important wine because more probability you have more numbers of important wine but uh, no I saw more attention I saw they want to do more and more for 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 to be correct and uh, this um, is 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 the diffusion is not everywhere in the world like like uh, oh, we would like it could be but uh, some country, they have attention. They do also more promotion now. And uh, it's always important when uh, uh, wine is uh, selected. Uh, we have also to look for when, when uh, you know, wine from area for dimension. And uh, three glasses... Uh, should be something not only that wine that year, but is something uh, 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 is much more important when the vinery has uh, um, more stable uh, that kind of quality. You know, that is what a we, track record we 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 have to follow. Uh, you know, the perfection in the wine. Uh, we couldn't. We can never stop. That is something we run for. That it's something every every vintage, every day, we we have to to try to do the best. How do you see the difference between wineries in the Piemonte that have a consulting analogist and wineries in the Piemonte that have their own analogist? Are there broad differences in how that that works? Or is it of no importance? For me, the wine uh, should be more uh, personal of wine from from consulant because uh, every area, every grape, 
uh, also we can see in the small area every brand uh, of every winery should have one stamp uh, personal mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, this is um, is something uh, important for a winery uh, do you think that the personal stamp gets diluted if the Onalog works for multiple wineries, or no? This is, um, uh, it, 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 it is, it is. If you, if you don't know uh, what you, personally, what you want to do, uh, which kind of wine you want to do, for sure, this is, uh, is something is uh, uh, in the making, uh, could be more in one line, uh, um, where it's much more difficult to recognize the 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 end of the winemaker, the end of the uh, of that specific company. The distinctiveness of the one estate gets a yeah a little blurred. Yeah, this uh, I think it, for a winner is really important. I don't I don't like uh, general. Uh, taste uh, i i prefer personal wine with with character and i think that's a good opportunity to try some of your wines uh, which we should do with a wine in the glass for sure we are always happy and uh, is um it's nice to talk about nebbiolo uh, and barolo um, i remember we started to make a nebbiolo was uh, Langenebiolo was 1991. Um, at that time, uh, for some country, was uh, was important to give to their customers uh, the opportunity to drink Nebbiolo because they, they they wanted to to teach them more to drink a Barolo, you know. So it wasn't a Barolo, it was a Languid Nebbiolo for a less expensive price, kind of declassified fruit they could offer people. Yeah. Um, at the beginning, uh, um, we had some uh, vineyard, but uh, we, we declassified also Barolo because uh, uh was necessary. Mm -hmm. And... Um, and, and and after this is why also we we create a wine uh, with the name Brick Ginestra Lange Nebbiolo is one uh, is one uh, uh, special selection really limited because it was Barolo declassified inside and uh, uh, after we, we we had the the vineyard ready for to make Lange Nebbiolo in the East Exposition and uh, they're in the same area, Ginestra. And that is ideal because the kind of uh, land is uh, is the same uh, like in the South Exposition. Uh, I mean, uh, uh, clay, uh, calcareous, uh, white, uh, light uh, kind of land. And uh, we we continued to 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 make Langenebiolo. This uh, this was good. Um, even if I can see today uh, in the market, uh, especially especially American market, uh, when you offer Nebbiolo uh, in the hand, the 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 the, the people are more ready to choose a Barolo. Mm -hmm. We are happy for that, but I like mean their taste progresses exactly. over years. Where they've tried Nebbiolo by itself, and now they try Nebbiolo in the context of Barolo. Exactly, exactly. On. Just helps uh, Nebbiolo uh, if you know very well uh, the, the Nebbiolo with high quality. You could drink uh, really good wine, important wine, in a in a way more approachable and more um, younger way fresh uh, um, um, a more more open expression and uh, also drinkability of course uh, in the, in the moment when we 
we don't have enough time to appreciate important both like Barolo, of course. And uh, in this way, we 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 make. Uh, um, of of course, the selection is more is less strict in compare of of uh, of Barolo and the and the the price is cheaper of Barolo sure. for sure. We aging that wine one year in a big barrel, and it's ready. And we we can drink good wine after a couple of years. Older, it's really and start to be. Yeah. We also have an example of your Barolo Ganestra, the 2006. Uh, maybe you could tell us a little bit about that wine and that that crew in particular, the Ganestra. Yeah, um, you know the the Barolo. Um, 2006 was a vintage, uh, really ideal for uh, for this kind of uh, this kind of wine. It is a it was a, a vintage with really uh, 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 the sky was really clean, really light, uh, ideal springtime uh, when the vegetation start in the right. Uh, way and the summer uh, uh, at summer uh, and it was uh, uh, also soon f- fresh at the beginning of September the the, the Nebbiolo liked the change in temperature from the day to the night I see and um, not too early uh, I mean uh, not too early harvest mm-hmm. and when we 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 go at the beginning of October and middle of October. That is ideal for the temperature. Nebbiolo has a, has a, a strong uh, kind of skin, uh, the grape, and uh, uh, resists very well uh, the, the different uh, kind of weather and. Uh, uh, that that was the balance uh, of of that vintage uh, ideal maturation, ideal uh, for perfume. You know, um, when it's warmer, you get different perfume. You get like a uh, 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 little bit more um, ripe uh, fruit. Uh, there is more ready for sure, but uh, that expression of um, uh, rose, uh, what what you get, and then in the nose uh, during that uh, typical vintage uh, is, is is something special. Is something is something for Nebbiolo, and the quality in general also was also the, the quantity. Uh, was uh, nearly select. Uh, uh, I mean, in general, was was select by itself a lot. Uh, for sure, we do more, but in general, was select. And uh, when it's not quantity, a great weather is uh, is is perfect for for the the best uh, structure, the best complexity. What are the hallmarks of Ganestra that I might see from drinking this wine? What do I sense in the glass that might remind me of Ganestra, the vineyard site? Yeah, when it depends on the vintage, what we talk about. Uh, when you have a vintage like 2007, you can enjoy it so now. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, it's ready. A warm I told, year. Yeah, warm year. I told you also what is important is the tanning of Ganestra is... Uh, it's soft tanning, it's really important tanning. Uh, not many Grand Cru has that kind of tanning. Uh, with this uh, acidity, with this complexity. Do you think in the way that it is softer tannin, that it uh, complements the French oak use a little bit better that you, that you use sometimes in the winery? Because the, the tannins are not as harsh? Um, what I saw, the, the, the wood... Uh, um can full uh, the wine in another uh, more uh, with the tanning of uh, wood but but doesn't change 
the the genestra uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. doesn't change the expression of the the vineyard. Yeah, sure. This is something uh, even if you want, uh, in real com- comes up uh, the 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 personality of the the, the terroir, and um, this is is why vintage uh, uh, warmer you can enjoy uh, earlier mm-hmm. in a vintage like 2006 maybe uh, the best for sure start after uh, five years mm-hmm. and uh, the best uh, is 10 years older or is uh, one of the best moment you know but when the wine is released in the market we know that it's drinkable if you are seated at the table with the uh, right glass uh, uh, right combination of foods, right temperature. You can you can drink the wine and you can enjoy. Many times I've heard Barolo producers uh, say, n- n- not all of them by any means, but many times I've heard people say, "I usually drink my Barolo around ten years or maybe a little younger, but around the ten year mark." Uh, whereas in this country, uh, maybe that's thought to be not not so long. Yeah. What do you prefer? to drink your Barolo? What, at what age in the bottle do you prefer to drink your own Barolos in general? In general, for sure, 10 years is, is the best um, because uh, we know that uh, come, comes up the, the perfume, all the perfume, the different uh, perfume we, we had not at the beginning. Uh, the typical perfume from, uh, from that specific area um, I I like the wine also when the, the wine is a little bit younger. I'm perhaps also because uh, you know we like to try the wine. We are always sure. curious to know what happens, what that vintage, and this is something I think more personal of. But uh, for for who want to enjoy the wine, the best is ten years, of course. And what would you recommend that someone uh, eat with a wine like this at this age? It's a 2006 Crew Barolo from Monforte. What, at somebody at home preparing a meal, what might they be preparing that would work well with this wine? Yeah, uh, we have a kind of meat, really. A meat-based uh, cuisine. Yeah, yeah, usually great meat or great cheese, uh, sure. of course, could work. So, uh, I mean, meat could be... Um, long cooking, uh, sometimes cooking with a glass of wine. Mm-hmm. In that case, the wine should be also important because the wine, if it, the wine is good, the meat is, is much more better. A braised meat. Yes. The Ginesta 2006 is a kind of uh, Barolo you can drink uh, uh, with, I think, uh, with many different combinations. Mm-hmm. Uh, when when you talk a complex wine like like this is, uh, you can drink also after lunch after dinner. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's uh, uh, the pleasure is the, the soft tannin what uh, invite uh, you to continue to drink. And what is the characteristic of the fruit, uh, the grapes that you choose to make the Reserva Ganestra from versus the Ganestra? Normal bottling. Yeah, is uh, so we do uh, with for for Ginestra Reserva uh, we choose f- um, some uh, vintage uh, the uh, the the grape from the top of the hill or some year uh, some years in the middle of the hills. It depend um, it depend of the weather. It depends on how much rain we have during the during the the summer, and uh, this is is it helps for for the balance for uh, also for the maturation, and uh, there we get. Uh, of course, we use the oldest wine always for for Ginesta Ginesta Reserva, but the the the, the different of middle or top. Of the uh, of the hill uh, could 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 help for for that characteristic uh, more complexity. Uh, for example, Barolo Reserva uh, 
is a kind of wine who won't never be ready, you know, it's mm -hmm. a, a complex, uh, evident tannin. Um, uh, this is why the fermentation is longer. Uh, also, the difference is uh, the selection of the, the quantity. The grape is much more strict. Every Barolo has a more strict selection of, of grape quantity and uh, and uh, uh, a specific area. You know what is in the end. Every wine has the expression of Ginestra, even if we want to give the, uh, for example, in Riva del Brick, the uh, more ready uh, expression. Uh, it is because the vinification is shorter, but uh, in the end come up the, 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 the character of Ginestra. You know, you cannot change so much. This is, uh, is the... It's the area, it's the land, fortunately. And is the Reserva a wine that you tend to make every year or only in certain years? Uh, we, 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 do the, we make the Reserva when it's the great vintage. I see. Fortunately, the last uh, difficult vintage was 2002. This is something really not normal, we could say, because I remember when I was... Uh, uh, 15, 20 years old, and uh, you know, we had uh, uh, every three vintage, maybe one great vintage. Uh, now, perhaps uh, because is um, the selection is really is really strict, and uh, we get the uh, the the harvest uh, we do earlier and the risk of the rain is less. And uh, also the nature, the vintage are better. I don't know. And fortunately, uh, when we have a seven, eight, ten vintage good, we can be only happy. And uh, if we don't get that, fortunately in the, in the singular vineyard, and especially when you have a vineyard uh, with a, a specific kind of land, steep like Ginestra it is, you can um, make a quality also in the, a little bit more difficult vintage with much more selection. If you do one uh, or two times green harvest, maybe you do three times. Uh, in the end, when it's really steep, like uh, it, it is, uh, the, the rain go down to the valley really fast. The, the kind of land dry really fast. And this helps for to get maybe not great vintage, but good quality uh, for something for drink a little bit earlier, more ready. Maybe a vintage like 2002, uh, we didn't make uh, the uh, Ginestra or Ginestra Reserva. We made just uh, Barolo, but was was really really good. You know, it's important to have the courage to to select. Sometimes I hear producers talk about new changes to the labeling of the crews on bottles, and also in the way that they can uh, label things that have been purchased fruit in the Pimante. Uh, from the consortio, have, have you seen some of those changes happen in the region, where certain crews have become uh, renamed or replotted or blended, uh, put into another crew, like Punyane being a part of Valero now, or do you see situations where I've heard that it's been proposed that if someone buys a crew from someone else, they buy the fruit, they can't use the crew name if it's purchased. What is the situation with the consortio today? How might that affect labeling of Barolo in the future? Yeah, the situation uh, is true. In the last two years, uh, is some, something changed. Uh, I think changed in the right way um, because the... Uh, for example, uh, uh, now the priority uh, 
is uh, to uh, is first for uh, in the Barolo area, for example, is for Barolo the name the grand the, of the uh, that vineyard is for Barolo. It's not it's not anymore for other wine. Um, is still a little bit confused in the case you had uh, um, marked the the name mm-hmm. uh, before a long time ago. You can use that, but uh, in general, is uh, is some changing could help uh, could help for special for the market for for understand about. Uh, uh, not everybody can uh, use that name if they don't have a specific uh, vineyard there. This, uh, this is important. Uh, so if another, not saying that this has happened, but if another producer were to buy Ganestra fruit from you but not own a parcel on Ganestra, would they be able to call the Barolo from that purchase fruit Ganestra Barolo or only Barolo? Uh, I think if it doesn't rent the vineyard he cannot buy and call the name uh, I'm not sure 100% because this is that is something doesn't touch our, doesn't our, affect our, your life exactly right. uh, but uh, should be in that way uh, when you buy a product uh, you are not allowed to call with the with the name because you didn't care for the vineyard uh, uh, before. Uh, but uh, I repeat, I'm not sure 100% because all the changing is, is new. Is uh, They started uh, uh, from 2010 and it's just now come up all uh, the, the, uh, the, the new rule. The rules. Uh, the rules, exactly. Giorgio, thank you very much for coming to explain more about your winery and your wines, and I look forward to drinking them in future vintages. Thank you. Thank you very much for this time, for inviting me here. It was a pleasure. Giorgio Canterno of the Paolo Canterno Winery in the Monforte de Alba zone of the Piemonte. All Drink to That is hosted and produced by myself, Levy Dalton. Aaron Scala has contributed original pieces. Editorial assistance has been provided by Bill Kimsey. The show music was performed and composed by Rob Moose and Thomas Bartlett. Show artwork by Alicia Tenoyan. T-shirts, sweatshirts, coffee mugs, and so much more, including show stickers, notebooks, and even gift wrap are available for sale if you check the show website, alldrinktothatpod.com. That's I-L-L, drinktothatpod.com, which is the same place you'd go to sign up for our email list or to make one of the crucially important donations that help keep this show operating. You can donate from anywhere using PayPal or Stripe on the show website. Remember to hit subscribe or to follow this show in your favorite podcast app, please. That's super important to see every episode. And thank you for listening.